What? <laughs> I would never do such a thing. Mm. <clears throat> uh, okay, for the last time, mm. let's think of a semi-amusing bit for the level check that will just seamlessly go into the show. Should we start scripting them? Is that what we should start doing? <laughs> yes, definitely. That it always makes improvisational comedy better, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the, for the final time this season, to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson. I am joined by my co-host MC. That would be me. And here we are, MC. We have reached the end of season two. This is the last episode. It's Re-Return, part two. Oh, it's been such a journey. I know. I'm sad, excited, mm, around. little turned on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just always that. <laughs> what happened in the last episode? A fucking lot. A yeah, lot. just bullet points, quick. Christ. Um, what happened in the entire season, MC? Uh, so, um, MC and the Elders fought, or was that the previous one? No, that was the last one. Good, okay. <laughs> uh, they had a fight, um, and MC was losing because they were two of them in one body and they had a sword and he didn't, otherwise he absolutely would have won. It's just they <laughs> cheated. Uh, then Shin Khan stepped in and they... bro. Yeah, absolute bro, Shin Khan. Um, and they finally came good. They gave some information. Sort after of. one of them was literally killed. Yeah, they gave a map and were like, "Good luck." Yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, well, a... we know two ways to stop the one. Mm-hmm. Um, either with this magical sword, MacGuffin, yep. or if you kill the razor of well, the one, maybe. But then maybe. there are also contradictory things throughout the rest of the episode. So who knows? There's a real grey line as to whether or not the one can kill Chip or not. Yes. So I'm kind of hoping this was intentionally confusing and it all makes sense in this episode but yeah. I know it won't so yeah, yeah. I look forward to addressing that um, Chip is pretty much off the deep end he's like I'm going to get the one to do my shit I'm going to kill everyone and MC Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty much where he is right now Yeah. and the one is rampaging around Tokyo although no one seems to really notice yeah yeah. like the news is on in Tomorrow Guys and is still like strangely oh it was a terror first it was an escaped animal from the zoo <laughs> Every time you've seen an eight-foot blue bodybuilder with a beach ball head and fangs killing people, he's like, oh, definitely a rhino. Yep. Well, and then it was a terrorist attack most recently. And now it's going to be terrorist rhinos for definite. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but there were, there were little hints, MC, as to something mm. bigger going on to, yeah. uh, towards a cover-up or something. Yeah. Um, stay tuned for season three. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's find out, MC. It's the last episode <gasps> of season two. Let's do it. It's re-return, part two. Previously on Tamora Gason. As Chip reached the ground floor, he had a thought. That thought turned into a realization as Chip suddenly got why the One hadn't been able to finish what he had started earlier. The One couldn't kill Chip because he was dependent on him. When the doors swung open at the sheer force of Chip's kick, it revealed a world that he didn't recognise. There was no doubt that it was Tokyo, but it was now ablaze. Buildings were crumbling and there was chaos. There are two ways to remove the demon known as the One from your dimension. One, acquire the Sword of Engram from its lost hiding place. Or two, the Razor will need to be sacrificed. Whoever raised the One from the depths of hell is connected to the One. Unless it kills this person first, then you can still get to whoever it is and kill him. This will remove the one from your world and send it back to its home in hell. Everyone saw that the map the elders had given MC was an exact replica of Tokyo, just in an ancient text. So that means... Tifa started. That the map... Louise added. 
is right here in Tokyo, Japan. MC finished. The path of fire and destruction headed south, so the one knew that taking a little detour would throw anyone who was trying to follow him. It, it would throw anyone who was trying to follow him. So... Oh. <laughs> that's, that's a legit sentence, though. Well, is it meant to be throw off the trail kind of thing, right? Yeah, but I feel like throw is in confuse is uh, fine. But surely it should be throw off anyone who was trying to follow it him. It probably should be. We know from the last couple of episodes that I just got to the point where I was like, I'm skipping words and we'll get there quicker. And I feel like we've gone straight into that. Very possibly. <laughs> also, was the, the fire like poetry? or? <laughs> <laughs> I also like how the one is... Despite being an indestructible, unstoppable force of destruction, who has already beaten the shit out of the two ninjas, yeah. is still like, no, I'll throw them off the scent. <laughs> but that, is, is that because they... they ah, mm. he, he knows vulnerabilities, though, doesn't he? Yeah, but then I was like, but we don't know which is which, so is it that, or is it just not... Is it just stupid? But oh, it's that, it's yes, mainly it's, that. Yeah. Yeah. The path of fire and destruction headed south, so the one knew that taking a little detour would throw anyone who was trying to follow him. Not that anyone in their right mind would want to follow the one, all except two ninjas. The warehouse in which it had been first brought to this world was only a few metres in front of him. The one wanted, no, he needed to find those books which his razor had used, otherwise someone might discover the secret of how to banish him. There's a lot of secrets. Like, he can't be stopped, he can't be... (laughs) Banished. Oh, except if you do this. Oh, and also this way. And oh, have you tried this method? And, well, actually, if you just spray on some lemon juice and some bicarbonate of soda and leave it overnight. I mean, think about his moniker, right? It was the demon that hell couldn't control. Mm. Hell controlled him. They kept him locked up for a long time. So yeah, yeah. So now, so the books that raised him also had secrets as to how to banish him. But Chip never wanted to banish him. He wanted to control him. So that's not an issue. Yeah. But maybe there's a bit in there that's like, oh, you can find the sword of Engram? Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. The sword of Engram that would kill him. Maybe that's in the appendix or something like that at the back. Maybe. Maybe Chip just didn't read past chapter three. Well, maybe this is part of Chip's plan is to not read ahead, not do his research and okay. kind of find out what the fuck it is he's meant to doesn't be doing. doesn't want any spoilers. <laughs> The one stepped through the open doors of the warehouse and tried to sense the book. It wasn't just the razor and the one who had a connection in this world. Anything that that helped to bring him here, he could sense. Convenient. Just pepper more confusing things in there, I guess. Anything. Okay, so I guess he's talking about specific items, I guess, like the book. The book brought him here so he can sense it. Yeah. Okay. What about the pizza demon? I want him to come back. Do you think it was like his best bud or something and he's just really angry and that's why he's destroying Tokyo? I'm really disappointed <laughs> in my fan theory of him pizza, pizza dimming being a vulnerability. It doesn't seem to have come true. Yeah, because he was the protector. Yeah. The weird pizza melty brummy was, was the protector. Part, he was of... part of a shield mm. that was the... Yeah. Again, possibly just another plot point I'm never ever going to pick up Very on. Very possibly. A strong feeling echoed from upstairs. But the one wasn't the type to use stairs. Use the lift. (laughs) He's like Ed 209. With a single leap, the one was on the top floor of the warehouse. Its foundation shook as it landed. The mezzanine floor had two large dents in it from the one's giant feet. I'm impressed you knew the word mezzanine back then. Thanks. I think it's Is that because of Massive Attack album? No, no. Ah. This was because my granddad had a warehouse, and when I was in my early teens, I went down and helped him a few times. Mm. And he had a mezzanine floor. Mm. So he taught me everything I knew about mezzanines. (laughs) 
It had to lower its large head to get into the room where he could feel the book. Inside the room was a dirty mattress, a small television, and the walls had war scars. Like what? PTSD. <laughs> Those bricks have seen some shit, man. I mean, the one's here, so God knows what he's going to do to him. And I think this is Chip's room, so they probably seen some shit mm. as well. It might have been the wall that he punched. Oh, that's When true. he was angry, sad, stupid. All of the above. Yeah. In the corner was a metal safe. The one knew the book it required was inside. It yanked the door off, bending the strong metal in his monstrous hands. I like how this first paragraph is really about putting the one over. Yeah. yeah look yeah. how far he can leap. Look how big his feet are. Look how strong his arms are. <laughs> and his massive dick. <laughs> the one fucked the safe. <laughs> Indeed, the book was inside. The one picked it up and exited the room. The hell beast went to jump down to the warehouse floor because he's super cool like that. He doesn't do stairs. But noticed a figure standing there it was chip and now i need to remember how the one <laughs> that's I right thought, at the back of the throat isn't yeah. it i thought you would have been long dead by now nice nice well done the one said in a menacing tone also i like how he says you'd have been one long dead <laughs> instead you'd have been long dead i thought you'd have been long dead by now <laughs> the one said tipping his fedora <laughs> no you didn't chip replied the one looked confused, so Chip continued. You can't kill me, can you? Well, I mean, look at you. You're bigger than a horse with a hard-on. <laughs> oh, Chip. <laughs> but you cannot come down here and squash me. So does... Bigger than a horse with a hard-on. Does that make them taller? Bigger than a horse with a... Like, when they get hard-on, does it, like, push them into the ground and make them, like, swole up? Like, I'm not... <laughs> Weirdly, I don't think Chip's thought that insult through, MC. It's... Uh... <laughs> It's what he's been watching on the mattress and why the ma- on the TV and why the mattress is so dirty. That's what the safe is full of, is just pictures of horses <laughs> with hard-ons. So you finally figured out that I need you to survive in this world. How? The old-fashioned way. I'll use me brain. <laughs> me brain. <laughs> why don't I show you what I can do, human? Fine by me. Oh, we're going to get Chip versus the one part two. Because it went so well. Previously. Yeah, but now Chip knows that it can't kill him. He can but... just beat him severely into a coma. <laughs> so the one can't kill him then. Because there was a whole thing around we thought the one... Unless... If he killed the razor, then if... It... If someone killed the razor, yeah. the one would go back to hell. But if but... the one killed the razor, yeah. then he wouldn't. So unless unless we misunderstood what the elder said or the elder lied or you just change your mind, <laughs> any possible. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes, one of those three things has happened. But that maybe. seems to be the theory we're leading into now: is that the one cannot kill Jim. Yes. Okay. Let's let's just go with that for now. I think, sure, I think it's safer not? to just go with that and forget anything else I've written. The one still holding the book, prepared for round two of its battle with Chip. It jumped down, landing with all his might right in front of Chip's bloody face. See, I think I mean he's bleeding. In blood. But yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it is like Chip's bloody face <laughs> looking at me as I jump down from the mezzanine. <laughs> Ooh, bet he's seen my dirty mattress. <laughs> Don't look at my horse hard on pictures. As its feet touched the ground, the whole warehouse shook. Both Chip and the one looked around at the shaking walls. A crack appeared on the side, then a bigger one in the roof. 
Suddenly, the whole warehouse came crashing down around Chip and the One. Both were buried under rock, brick and metal. And the One hates bricks. <laughs> we know how he feels about those. But if this has killed Chip... I do wonder... Then the One's in trouble, right? Yeah, maybe. 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 But then, like, this is Chip who, you know, broke both his knees and was still, yeah. like, having a bit of a jog. Yeah. So he might be all right. I then, feel it, it would be a bit anticlimactic if that was the way he died. <laughs> it would be. We felt that about the container as well. You yeah. know, when the, uh, Chip dropped the container, we are like, oh, is the one dead? Because yeah. that would be really shit. I reckon it would just be the Chip is captive and the one does is as big as a horse with a heart on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to think any more on that sentence. <laughs> MC pulled the DeSoto into fifth gear and it reached the 120 mile per hour mark. <laughs> well, we all know he's comfortable driving that fast because he's just so cool. I mean, do you pull a car into gear? You put a car into gear, right? And we know we all know fifth is the sexiest gear of them all. <laughs> also, if you're not in fifth by the time you get to 120, <laughs> you ain't driving right. He was alone in the car, despite the protests of Tifa and Louise. Both had wanted to join him on the quest, but MC was having none of it. He can't have any women slow him down, God! He told them that he didn't know what was protecting the sword, and he didn't want to have any distractions. Louise had agreed first, but Tifa wasn't budging. Possibly because she didn't really understand what was going on. Do you have, like, one of those awkward bits like they used to have in action films, where you have a female version of the main character, mm. who's just as kick-ass... And then it's like, you're a girl, but you can fight? <laughs> no, I think in this, I don't even fight. <laughs> Tifa has a gun. Yeah, uh -huh. true. Yeah. She pleaded with MC that she could help. She said she could look after herself, but MC was strong. So when... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> this is literally the bit you've just described. <laughs> she said she could look after herself, but MC was strong. So when she wasn't looking, MC dashed out of the mansion, map in hand, and out into the night. I think it's meant to mean that MC was firm. Yes, and, you I, know, think like, so. yeah. I think so. It was going to be about a 30 minute drive, which is why MC had his foot down. He would be at the location in about another five minutes. He didn't want to waste any more lives by sticking to the speed limit. And then he runs over <laughs> a small child and they're still alive, so he has to beat them to death. <laughs> Wrong ninja. Yeah, I agree. But then... That's never been a problem before, that they were literally going on holiday to a little camping site, yeah. and he was doing like 120 yeah. yeah. The Sword of Engram was hidden in a hive of caves, just on the outskirts of Tokyo. Everything is on the outskirts of Tokyo. Are they going to be protected by Bulgarian nuns? <laughs> I really hope so. The map details the exact whereabouts of the sword, but not where the protector would be, mm. or what it would be. Did that come up last time, that there would be a protector of the sword? I think it was mentioned. Okay, this is interesting. Hang on. Oh, what? Continuity error. Yeah. MC patted his favourite sword no. as he swung the car around a tight corner. That sword got broken when he stabbed the one in the neck. Oh, my God. Did he just get a new favourite already? Did he just get over the previous sword instant? It's, like... <laughs> it's a rebound sword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... I think this is just a bad continuity because Shino Khan went back to the weapons room and got a sword. Yeah. Maybe it's that one. Maybe he's like, this is the one where this is a sword that turns Shino Khan into a bro. Ah. Therefore, my new favourite sword. Could be. Could there be. we go. Continuity explained, MC. Mm. MC patted his favourite sword as he swam the car around a tight corner. 
Whatever this protector could throw at him, he was sure that this weapon would be sufficient. Oh. Mm. MC Sword was the first weapon he had taken from the dojo where he had trained after it had been blown up by Jack and Lee. Mm. Okay. So Mm. he's repaired the original sword. He went back to... Mm. I mean, not to the warehouse where it broke because that's where Chip and the One are, but maybe he sent a courier before the One arrived to pick up the blade and the handle. Right. And they shipped it back to him. And then he sent it to a blacksmith where yes. he reforged it. No, he just used gaffer tape. Oh, okay, yeah, just, that makes you know, sense. Just, sure. just, you know, got Done. it, because that'll be fine. Yeah. That'll hold. Yeah. And now he has his favourite sword back. We just kind of skipped over that emotional reunion. Very, yes, that's exactly what <laughs> happened. <laughs> now I want to write a really short version where MC's reunited with it. <laughs> fit it into this continuity. I thought you were dead. <laughs> Push his teeth out the way. <laughs> so I was making out with a sword. MC Sword was the first weapon he had taken from the dojo where he had trained after it had been blown up by Jack and Lee. Chip had also rescued a sword, and since that time they had both used them on many occasions. Chip had taken his favourite sword with him when he had turned evil. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's an evil sword. MC's trail of thoughts was interrupted when he was forced to break suddenly at 120 miles per hour. That's pretty sudden. The entrance to the caves was just a yard in front of him. <laughs> he was just driving directly towards this mountain, not even noticing. Oh, the, the brakes in that 1940s car, is, uh, really, they're really strong, aren't they? Before setting off on his journey, MC turned the car around, just in case he needed to make a quick getaway. Sword in his only useful hand. His only his hand. His only hand, yep. Yeah. MC walked slowly into the cave. It was dark, and he suddenly wished he had brought a torch with him. Again. Again. He said this problem before. When yeah. they were trying to find the map? map, yeah. Yeah, they had a sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, a torch. A torch. Now they've got no torch. This is why he should have brought Louise with him. <laughs> the cave seemed to echo the eerie silence. MC kept his back to the wall and used his ninja senses <laughs> to guide him and his ninja memory <laughs> to think of the map. <laughs> he's, he's got an upgrade. He's just... I feel like we've had Ninja Senses before, but Ninja Memory is a new one. Yeah, Ninja Senses has cropped up a few times, but he's using his Ninja Memory to think of the map. It's Ninja Brain. <laughs> Do you think we could teach like a whole anatomy class on Ninja like Senses, Memories, I think Healing just, Powers? It's basically a human anatomy thing, but you just put Ninja in front of everything. <laughs> ninja Kidney, Ninja Bladder, Ninja Pancreas. You shouldn't have come. A growling voice said. It came from the darkness. MC started to step backwards so he could fight in the light. Yeah, well... He called out. Little late for that. So we can do this the hard way, or, well, actually there's only the hard way. There was a silence. MC made it back to the cave's entrance where the moonlight revealed everything again. Is that you, ninja? The voice was no longer as evil, and MC was sure he recognised it. Hello? He called out. Bloody blimey! The voice was now distinctively Australian now. The voice was now distinctively Australian now. And that old Australian saying, (laughs) bloody blimey. You're the last person I expected to see here. Jason, the zombie MC had battled before, stepped out from the shadows inside the cave and stood about four metres away from MC. I remember oh, Jason. He was bowling with people's heads. He was. Yeah. What a, what a scamp. <laughs> but now he's got a job. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's find out. More recently, he had been at the local bowling alley, killing people and bowling with their heads. 
He had also threatened to kill Tifa. <laughs> the first bit is fine. <laughs> it's the second bit that I just can't understand. Why are you here? MC asked, lowering his sword. I told you I had a day job, mate. I think he did, actually. Isn't that was literally a I line? I think so. Yeah. Well, <gasps> good, cool. Did you plan this ahead? Probably not. <laughs> Maybe I just went back and I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> so you're the protector of the sword of Engram? No offence, but I thought it would have been someone a little more... Grr. Hey, I'm a zombie, you know. I guess they thought anyone could be scared of me. Who's they? They're people. Well, not the people that I work for. Never met them, but the pay's good. So how's you, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Apocalypse stuff, you know. MC thought for a moment. Hang on. You do know we're enemies, right? There's no need to be like that, mate. I'm just trying to be pleasant. That's not a crime, is it? Why can't we just get along? Let's see. Firstly, you're evil, so the whole friends thing is out of the question. Secondly, you're protecting something I want. Did I miss anything? Oh yeah, you eat people. Okay, okay. So we're not going to be pals. Hang on. Oh, it's like, okay, uh, okay. so we're not going to be pals. Hang on. Yeah. Did you say you're after the Sword no. of Angram? It's just the punctuation's fucked. Yeah, <laughs> as it usually is. Okay, okay. So we're not going to be pals. Hang on. Did you say you were after the Sword of Engram? MC nodded. Oh, it's just so protect that from anyone wanting to take it. MC raises his sword again, expecting a fight. Only it didn't come. Jason wiped his undead brow. <laughs> I don't want to die, he said. Oh, again, I mean. So is undead brow like the zombie equivalent of ninja brow? Because he have undead senses, <laughs> undead memory. Undead memory, definitely, yeah. Undead healing? Mm. What, well, he just doesn't? Yeah, yeah. MC was confused. In all this time, he had been a force for good. He'd never seen a zombie beg for his life. Well, you could just step aside and let me take the sword? He suggested. But then I'd get the sack. Put it this way. If I don't get that sword and kill the one, then there won't be any world left for you to have a job. You are aware there's a great big hell beast running around town? Jason nodded and started to think. He scratched his, de- <laughs> he scratched his decaying skull. I don't know. Will you let me live? Empsy sighed. <sighs> Only if you promise never to bother me again. Okay, well, that's a fair trade, mate. I mean, <laughs> doesn't really... He's still a zombie who eats people, cuts off their heads, and then bowls with them. Yeah, and I feel like MC could just literally cut his head off and be yeah, done with it. Yeah. Well, so, how, do you think Jason is on, like, a wage, or is he zero-hour contract, <laughs> or...? Is the internship? <laughs> Does he pay taxes? Bloody zombies coming over here, <laughs> filling up our bowling alleys, not paying any taxes. Jason stepped aside and let MC enter the cave. Well, just one more thing, Jason said as MC passed him. What? Don't be too harsh on your mate Chip. He's had a hard time lately. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, Jason is evil. Yeah. You know, he's a zombie, an undead thing of the creature of the nights. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Chip is literally responsible for the death of thousands. And the impending apocalypse. Yeah. Literally the end of the world. Uh-huh. But he's had a hard time because people didn't listen to him. Like, and it's really stressful when you see all the murder and destruction <laughs> that you caused directly, that you yourself are responsible for. All these dead people making him feel guilty. God. 
Also, how is Jason aware of all the ninja goss? <laughs> is there like a water cooler in the cave where they all gather and they're like, oh, they're coming did, for the sword, you know? And oh, yeah, did you hell, hear man. what happened to those two ninjas? <laughs> well, I think they should just kill you. Oh, I don't know about that. He's had a hard time, mate. MC just shook his head and carried on into the cave. Of all the people in the world, a zombie was giving him advice. He continued into the cave, trying not to think of what Jason had just said to him. Don't be fucking sway- swaying by that. <laughs> Jesus. This evil creature who I've seen literally kill people and eat is saying, maybe don't do too harsh on the man causing the apocalypse. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's got a point. Compelling argument. A few minutes later, MC came into the light patch inside the cave. Right in the middle of the light, resting on a rock, was a sword. He guessed in was the right one. He guessed in was the right one. The light reflected off the sword's blade despite being kept in a dark and dank hole. It was surprisingly shiny. Oh, Jason's doing his job well. He's taking care of it, you know. Mr. Sheen every day. <laughs> I feel like he'd leave, like, manky fingerprints on it. I can't imagine <laughs> yeah. a, a zombie being a good cleaner. No. MC placed his sword into his belt and grabbed the sword of Engram. It was heavy, but he could still wield it quite well. Did he say to his favourite sword, that's right, I still love you. <laughs> it, it doesn't mean anything to me. It's just for work, okay? I had to do it. It's time. He said to himself. Let's finish this. He turned to walk away when suddenly the white light turned into a dark purple and it started to shimmer. (laughs) It's a disco about to break out. (laughs) MC started to move more quickly, but the fireball that had just been born out if the light was fast gaining... That was a sentence. that That was tough to get through. MC moved as fast as his ninja legs would carry him. Ninja anatomy. (laughs) What I want. The exit to the cave was just a few yards in front of him, but the ball of fire was biting at his heels. As he reached the cave's exit, MC jumped high into the air and rolled on the green grass to put out the burning flame on his back. This is the second time he's been caught in a fireball. The one threw one at him as well in the hospital. Did the one can the one fire, he can throw fireballs? Yeah. Right? it was an ability used once. Once he only, it was a one only yeah. kind of thing, you know. Once the flame was extinguished, he realised that he was very lucky not to land on the point of the blade. Again, that would have been very anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, MC dead. Never mind. Apocalypse happened. He stood up and brushed the dust and ash away from his clothes. MC noticed that his brown suede jacket had been singed at the back. Okay, now they've done it. He fumed. So, obviously, there's a lot mm. of coincidence around the sword of Engram. Being in Tokyo, where the one just happens to have been raised. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they could have got around... Say, they could have... I could have got around it by saying maybe it's some sort of mystical thing that, like... The it's sword a is always yeah. where the one appears. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I have questions. Mm. Uh, firstly, so we'll ignore that one. That was obviously an obvious question, but we've answered that. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, they've got Jason, the Australian zombie guard in it. Yeah. But also, literally, there's a fireball that will kill you afterwards. So, does he need it, or...? I guess he's, like, to stop people... If people take the sword and then die because of the, the fireball, you still need to, you know, clean all the ash off the sword, true, put true. it back on the rock. <laughs> it's a bit like, you know, you have self-checkouts, but there's still a man till. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, like yeah. Good, good. <laughs> also, why are they protecting the sword if it's someone who, like made the sword and it's for a very specific purpose to kill this one demon yeah why are they like no you can't have it you have to get past a zombie and a literal fireball yes unless it's to keep 
people who are just like, oh, what's in this cave? Oh, look, a sword. Let's take it. Yes. 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 You've justified it very well. Thank you. Even though it happened to MC, who was literally trying to save the world. Yes. Maybe it's one of those things you must prove that you're worthy by talking a zombie out of (laughs) fighting you and running away from a fireball. Okay. And only then are you worthy to kill the one. Mjolnir, then. Yes. But a really shit version. If you don't, if you're not worthy, then the world ends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Plot. Perfectly thought out. <laughs> also, who made the sword? Why does it exist? <laughs> anyway, let's just ignore all of that because it's going to make things very confusing. The one lifted himself from the brick and rubble of the warehouse. He was woozy. Colours floated before his eyes: green, blue, and red. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Only the red wasn't in front of its eyes. It was over them. A large wound oh. had opened up over the one's brow. Not his undead brow. So being shot doesn't bother him. <laughs> but And having a bunch of containers dropped in him <gasps> doesn't hurt him? It was the bricks. <gasps> That's why he wants to destroy them all. Oh my god, it's his only weakness. The sword of Engram <laughs> is just a really big brick. And Chip being killed, that's just a, another big brick. <laughs> <laughs> it wiped the dripping scarlet away from its eyes and snarled. Not claret. Not just scarlet this time. Have we had scarlet we, we, before? There was. Last episode, we established that claret is for the body and scarlet right. is for the head wound, ah, I think. I so think. I'm keeping that continuity going. See, I'm Absolutely. great at continuity. Exactly. <laughs> Where are you, human? It started to lift huge blocks of stone and wood, searching for chip. But not bricks. Not bricks. It's staying away from the bricks, That's Jesus. Right. It had had enough of the physiological damage... All it wanted now was to smash Chip's bones into dust. I wonder if you mean psychological damage there. I don't know what the fuck I mean there. Are you still clinging tenuously to the idea that the one is doing some sort of like, I'll kill you last so you can see everything that you have caused, maybe? Okay, so, oh, it's it's like, don't die yet, and you need you to see what you've done. Maybe. Okay, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I'm advancing that as a possible theory. We could bullet point all the plot points of this, uh, like, the end of the season. Just next to him, just put a little, maybe, not sure, don't know, possibly. (laughs) Is Chip evil? Honestly, (laughs) right now, I'm not sure. Jason said he wasn't. Uh, No, he didn't. He said, don't be too hard on him. Yes, 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 yes. He did have a troubling time recently. (laughs) The more it moved rubble and was unsuccessful, the more agitated the hell beast became. You cannot hide forever, ninja. I will find you. Whooper, whooper, (laughs) whooper. It says in italics. Amazing sound effects. I could be a Foley artist. Yeah, who does this uh, (laughs) stock footage thing? So we can do it this time. Whooper, whooper, whooper. The sound of the ninja stars flying through the air caught the one's attention, but it was too late. They sank into the blue demon's hard flesh. One sliced through the bottom of its kneecap, the other stuck inside its back, and the final star wedged itself into the one's temple. So, I'm confused. Again, bullets don't hurt it. When MC stabbed him in the neck with his favourite sword... (laughs) It broke rather than... But then it didn't. No, it broke, but then you fixed it with gaffer tape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've we've, we've covered that one. It still didn't penetrate, but throwing stars go in? 
Okay, so let, allow me to clear this one up, MC. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. Okay. So, the one has been injured by all the bricks. The oh, only substance in the it's world. It's kryptonite. Yes. Bricks are his kryptonite. And it's weakened at the moment. Oh, okay. That's and all I've got. Ninja stars are made of bricks. <laughs> Chip was just like it's quickly just throwing bricks at him. some <laughs> into star shapes. It pulled out the star in its head, but couldn't quite reach the one in its back. Even with its large arms. because of the big beach ball head. <laughs> you really shouldn't have done that. The one turned around and expected to see Chip. He wasn't there. Instead, a strawberry blonde head <gasps> guy with glasses wearing a plain white t-shirt said... Which is exactly <laughs> what I'm wearing now. <laughs> Spooky. Who knew 17 years later... I'd be wearing the same outfit. <laughs> the same outfit. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Empty smiled. Please continue. The one bared its rows of sharp teeth in a sadistic sort of smile. You. It said. Well, you'd you expect. (laughs) Well, you'd you expect. Empty asked confusingly. Jesus? (laughs) I was looking for your friend. You know him. He's the human who summoned me to kill you. Only he didn't bank on you having a mind of your own. Not just any mind. The perfect mind. All right, show off. (laughs) Even better than the ninja mind. (laughs) I know exactly what I want from life. Not like you petty humans with your wars, arguments and destruction. I really need to drink. (laughs) This is a very long paragraph for that one. I don't think that 17 years ago... I thought you'd be reading this out in a once voice, so I just wrote long monologues for him. I, I don't hold it against you. Why do you do it? There is no cause. I do it because it is what I love. Humans are supposedly soul-cursed beings, yet they generate enough hate to destroy any walk of life. You okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just give me half an hour. <laughs> so let's, let's pick this one a little bit. All right. Uh, so, I mean, how do we feel about the one's kind of honesty, like, I love killing, therefore I'm better than you... He's, I, I can, he says that he knows exactly what he wants from life and that's what he pursues and mm-hmm. humans are lame because they're all confused and whatever. Also, they are soul-cursed beings. Which is interesting because normally in stuff like this, not having a soul is considered mm. like a, a curse or whatever. But, but maybe that's just fake news from the one. <laughs> maybe the, the one is basically Donald Trump in this situation. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, yeah, I could have a soul if I wanted to. <laughs> Donald Trump doesn't have a soul. That's very true. MC slowly pulled the sword of Engram out of his side holster. It stopped the one from talking. Momentarily. Is that what I think it is? He asked. MC just nodded. He thought he had just gained an edge, finally, over this evil son of a bitch. Oh, that doesn't sound promising, does it? No. <laughs> he thought he had gained an edge. <laughs> Foolishly. <laughs> but, oh, didn't the sword of Engram is made from brick? <laughs> It makes so much we, sense we said, now. I said that earlier, it's just a big brick. <laughs> so it comes down to this. You, ninja, are the only thing that stands between the end of the world. Good versus evil, MC said. It's what I do best. Me and my friends know the difference between the two, and there is nothing that would get in the way of it. I like your delivery of this, like how just calm MC is. Like he's he's kind of cocky now. He's got the sword of Engram. That's what yeah. I figured he was going for. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was what the the writer originally intended. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is uh, <laughs> clearly the intention here. The subtext of this. Uh... <laughs> 
Also, where is Chip then? Is he still buried or has he got out? Presumably. Or... Yeah. I don't care. Tifa told the desk sergeant at the precinct. Prescient? Prescient? Is what you've written there, mm. I think. Yep. Tifa told the desk sergeant at the prescient. <laughs> That's how Tifa likes to think it is anyway. So yeah. I'm just going to the prescient now. <laughs> I'm a cop. <laughs> I'm a polink woman. To Severy and Pretoct. <laughs> She'd been shouting at the young man for around five minutes now, demanding to know why she hadn't been called in during all the disturbances. I mean, shouting. As close as Tifa gets. Yeah, just slightly raised voice. Yeah, well, you sit in your nice comfy chair and let the grown-ups do all the work. Oh, if Tifa is talking down to you, you know it's bad. <laughs> Are you stupid or something? <laughs> I really can't tell. She hung up on the young office, not giving him a chance to explain himself. We've, we've established before that the police have entire buildings working for them. That is true, that is true. <gasps> Continuity again, it makes sense. <laughs> or I just shit the bed on that paragraph, I'm not yeah. sure. And do you know what really bugs me about him? Louise said to Shinno Khan, who wasn't really listening to her rant about Jay. The way he shouts all the time! Upstairs, Jay felt like cursing the whole damn Tokyo. At that moment in time, he didn't care if the one destroyed Tokyo. He kicked his bedside lamp over <laughs> to show support for the one? Or There's going to be something like Kerrang isn't showing anymore, so he just... Yeah. It's going to be some bullshit. <laughs> it's kind of weird that we've just got to this sort of like uh, climax where MC is finally facing off with the one with yeah. the weapon that can actually kill him. Yeah. But we're just going to cut back to the mansion real quick to have like show Jay's like strop and Louis complaining and you know not to kill the momentum of the show or anything. <laughs> also, I'm really perturbed because I'm so used to there being another false build up to the final, 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 final mm. showdown but this is the last episode we got like three pages left I know. this is the showdown <laughs> and I can't quite believe it Jay versus Louise <laughs> <laughs> and that was literally it we're going back to the showdown now I thought there was going to be more but it was just like oh let's just check in with Tifa and the gang MC figured that all he'd have to do was stab the one so he leapt forward the one ducked his initial swing and knocked MC Ford with the back of its elbow. That all you got? The demon mocked. <sighs> Just getting warmed up. MC got back up and waited for the one to come forward. For his side, it wasn't slow. It lunged with its right fist. MC swerved to his left and span around so he was just in front of the one arm. <laughs> he chopped down with the sword, looking to take its arm off. The one again used his elbow just before MC could bring the sword down. The blow only staggered MC this time, so the one knocked him down with a kick to the solar plexus. Yeah, so coming back to the mansion really killed this, didn't it? Like, <laughs> we are literally just gone straight back into the fight. Also, the one was quite slow before, but now he seems to have sped up. Continuity. He's, he's, he, is, mm. he is hurt MC, so he's fighting more panicked, therefore had to get quicker to survive. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> MC, winded, tried to get a normal breathing pattern going again, but the one was right on top of him. It kicked the sword of Engram away and yanked MC up by his throat. 
Any request to which of your friends I maim first? It asks in a menacing voice. I mean, that's just the one's default voice, isn't it? <laughs> it's, hey, what are you talking about? This is my happy voice. This is my friendly voice. This is my sexy voice. Oh, I want the one's pillow talk to come out somehow. <laughs> Can you imagine him like volunteering for the Samaritans? <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds really rough. MC replied with a knee to the one's head. It didn't seem to have any effect, so he tried again and again. At the eleventh blow, the one dropped MC. The cut on its head had been opened wider by the shots it had taken. It tried to wipe away the blood, but it was weeping heavily. MC used his time to get a jump kick and a spinning kick in. I know fighting terms. (laughs) It seemed to stagger the one. MC went with quick punches, using his one good hand to the demon's midsection next. Its body was rough and caused lacerations on his knuckles. I'm proud that 15-year-old me knew the word lacerations. <laughs> and used it in the correct context as yeah, well. It's yeah, it's almost because it's mezzanine. <laughs> MC was sure he could hear the one gasping for breath. He tried a leg sweep, but it didn't work. The one weighed too much. Instead, it kicked MC off off the floor, into the air, and landing on top of the rubble. Oh, MC's falling down again. <laughs> Yes, it's again the theme of this season, MC falling from heights. A sharp pain started to shoot through MC's body. He was sure the kick and the landing hadn't been that bad. The ginger ninja moved his eyes down to his left leg. Sticking out for the side of his thigh was a thread from one of the walls in the warehouse. Oh. MC tried to stand, but his leg buckled. Chit would have been fine. He got right back up. <laughs> The one seemed to have finished wiping the blood from its head and was walking towards the grounded MC. He tried to crawl away, but all the rubble made it hard. Then he felt something smooth against his skin. He reached underneath him and found the handle to the Sword of Engram. MC waited patiently for the one to get into striking distance. Finally, when the Hell Beast was only a yard or so in front of him, MC whipped out the sword and aimed for the one's face. MC was astonished to see the one's hand covering the blade. No, it's a magic sword though. It had moved with the speed of lightning to catch the blow. And to make things worse, the one snapped the sword's blade in half. Quick, get the gaffer tape. We need the gaffer tape. (laughs) Also, does that... I mean, like, could still could he still stab him with the blade, or is it like is the magical thing broken? Yes, yes. <laughs> you didn't think. <clears throat> yeah, we need it at the end of the show. Don't worry. <laughs> you didn't think it would be as easy as that, did you, Ninja? The one asked. It turned the piece of broken sword upside down and aimed for MC's neck, but all MC could see was the figure walking towards him. His gaze also drew the attention of the one. Both were now looking at Chip coming towards them. But this wasn't the Chip MC knew. It wasn't the old Chip, nor was it evil Chip. This was someone else. Even the one was having a hard time reading him. It's a true neutral Chip. <laughs> Another d and joke. Two episodes in a row. Well done. Are you proud of yourself? Yes. You should be. <laughs> it turned back to MC and walloped him with a straight right. I mean, why not just stab him and kill him? Oh, he's a villain in a TV show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look. It said, turning to Chip. I'm doing what you wanted. Killing your friends. 
So there's no need for that weapon. Emsie hadn't noticed at first, but indeed Chip was carrying a weapon. It was a sword. Not just any sword, but Chip's favourite sword. There's a lot of favourite swords <laughs> I in know. this. Kind of made it a bit of a theme. Also, it almost seems like the one is pleading with Chip or trying to, you know. Ooh. Mm, I think I know what's going to happen. The one edged closer to Chip, waiting until he was near enough to strike. MC also tried to move forwards, but at a slower pace. So, what do you say? Me and you, ruling this world together. The one said, as it still got closer. He's definitely scared. He's pleading, he is pleading. Chip held the sword high above his head now, as if getting ready to counteract a lunge from the one. There's no need for that. It tried again. Chip! MC called out, but Chip wasn't listening. He turned his back to the one, and MC, still with the sword held high. Chip! MC tried again. Then the one realised. No! It cried. It was too late. Chip rammed the sharp-tipped sword into his own stomach, <sighs> causing his intestines to be skewered and his spleen to burst out, <laughs> to burst all in one go. Not his spleen, his ninja spleen. That's the most vital organ for shut a up, ninja. Shut up, you're ruining the drama. He fell to his knees, as did the one. Chip! MC yelled. The one suddenly burst into a huge blue blob of light. It got bigger and bigger until it suddenly exploded. MC hit the deck for cover. When it all seemed over, he crawled over to the limp and dead body of Chip. MC cradled the head of his former friend and wept. And that's the end of season two of Tomorrow Gason. We did it, we made it. It's the end of season two and <laughs> what happened? Everything. <laughs> so, mm. Chip sacrificed himself he did. to save the day. He did. Giving no indication that he was going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe, because uh, when we left him off in the last episode, he was kind of walking out of the burning mall and he kind of became quite determined all of a sudden. He was going to go off and do something. And he was determined that he was going to kill MC and his friends and end everything. So well, along the way, <laughs> he's had a little change of heart. Plan B. <laughs> from his obviously meticulously planned plan A. Um, so this is the idea of giving Chip a sacrifice to the world. So that when he comes back, everyone won't hate him? <laughs> no, he's dead, MC. He's definitely oh, dead. Oh, yes, of course, he definitely dead. won't come back. No, yeah, not true, at all. True, true. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a classic, isn't it? It of, is, it you is. Know, trying to redeem the... Fallen hero, yeah. I guess. Um, and very played out. Uh, it's interesting that at no point did MC explore the option of killing Chip. That is interesting. I think there's a there's a certain. I mean, as you can see from MC's reaction to this, there's a certain mm. reaction to uh, MC still feels for his friend, yeah, still yeah, cares yeah, about yeah. him. And I, I think, you know, I guess the idea in my teenage mind was mm. to kind of, you know, plant the seeds of oh, Chip is very unwell mentally. Mm. You know, he's gone bad for reasons. Mm. Um, but there's still something good inside him that he didn't sure. really want this. But it's kind of hard to justify that with the thousands, of, literal thousands of deaths <laughs> that he is responsible for. An entire for. city destroyed. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of rampaging from the one. He's like wiped out a hospital, wiped out a shopping mall, which is going to have a lot of people in it. And a top man. 
And oh, the worst crime of all. Yeah. <laughs> and like he was literally going to end the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, this is mm. uh, me reaching out to that whole a bit, kind of thing. A um, what did you make to the end of the season? The, the climax of it? Yeah, so... I think, I mean, you covered it, really. Um, well, I mean, the Sword of Engram became a massive MacGuffin. It so really it, did, didn't it? Kind of, it gave that idea of, like, obviously the one's been indestructible at this point, yeah. but now there's a MacGuffin that can kill him. Yeah. Oh, shit, he broke it. Yeah. Now they can't use it for reasons. But then there's also the thing of, like, him having the building dropped on him and getting kneed in the face also hurt him, so... <laughs> but he was weakened, not necessarily going to die from it. Right, true. So, you know, they. I mean, I feel like... Yes the, yes, the bricks hurt the one, as we've established. It's in the <laughs> law now. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, how many bricks would you have to hurl at him before it killed him? At least five. <laughs> and there aren't that many bricks left in Tokyo because he's, he's been them destroying all. them yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you're trying to throw you know people off the scent true, in terms true. of that. Yeah, you did do a good job of that. For, for I did a job. Yeah, <laughs> I tried. There, there was some success, which for 14 year old you, good job. So like, we've spent so long trying to justify things in this episode. I'm not sure if that was successful or if we're just saying it was. Again, attempts yes. were made. Yeah. <laughs> um, but obviously the the twist, I guess, yeah. that no one saw coming mm. was Chip sacrificing himself. Mm. Yes. Uh, we had that weird little flashback to the gang. I, uh, yeah, I don't know why. We, I feel like we could have done. I, we, I feel like teenage me could have done a lot more with them because they just kind of got abandoned and left in this sort of weird sort of. Tifa's angry she didn't get called in. Yeah. Louise and Jay are fighting. Shinno can What, like not being harsh, but what would they have done? Or I guess in a way, this is kind of like the moment between Chip and MC, right? The ending is... Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the close ninja friendship Absolutely. and blah, 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 blah. It's like the two of them, the hell beast. Yeah. They're all their kind of triangle relationships in a way. Yeah. Because obviously Chip and, them, uh, Chip and the One have a thing going right. on. I'm not sure I'm taking this. <laughs> Bizarrest love triangle. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's exactly what it's meant to come down to. But I feel like I could have done... <laughs> they could have had something. There could have been like a parallel thread going on where they have to do something. Or they're injured or something. Yeah. Or they have their own story going on. Like, I think Buffy yeah. and Angel were very good at this in terms of like, it would come down to the main characters a lot. But either yeah. the gang would pitch in and help or they'd be off fighting their own struggles. Yeah. I mean, you think about even the end of season six of Buffy where Buffy's in a grave fighting some zombie things and mm. it's actually Xander that uh, saves the day. He stops right. Willow from ending the world. Right. And it's 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 one of my favourite endings to the whole thing because right. he literally just talks her down with right. love. Nice, There's no big nice. battle in terms yeah. of that. But Buffy's off doing something with Dawn and yeah. they have their sort of, they reconnect as well and that's really well done. I mean, at the very least you could have had Tifa off doing cop things and like you had the set up to her doing stuff with her saying, you know, you can take my badge, oh, you can take my badge, <laughs> Chief. <laughs> But I'm still a cop or a cope. Well, in a way, that is the only kind of thread that is kind of li- linking me to season I, yeah, three. Yeah, you've mentioned before. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to say too much about that, but there's there's something there. And maybe the Jane and Louise thing will pay off, but it's yeah. just they are arguing and now are not friends. And yeah. Jane knocked over a lamp and that's why we left them. So it's a shame. I feel like it's a shame why we couldn't have set them up a bit more. That's true, that's true. What do we make of season two as a whole? Vastly different from season one. Yeah. Because obviously season one started off as a bad joke. Yeah. Turned into something that was just bad. Yeah. I feel like this was way more ambitious. Yeah. And like, it did... There were there were definitely moments where I was invested. I mm. wanted to see what was going to happen next. That says a lot about us as people. Yeah. <laughs> how about how <laughs> massive wankers we are. Or just how poor our taste is. <laughs> 
but no, I, I definitely did feel more invested. There was clearly more effort going into the writing yeah. and, dare I say it, an increase in your skill as a writer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as bad as this is, I think, you know, halfway through season one, I kind of said, I, it was what started off as a joke, yeah. kind of morphed into, oh, I kind of want to write this. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah, yeah. definitely tried. I had loftier ambitions for season two. Yeah. Um, it's a bigger season. There are more episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's more episodes. Um, and just more going on. More characters, more subplots, uh, bigger ideas, uh, you know, uh, an apocalypse. We didn't mm. have an apocalypse in... Uh, well, Jack kind of was trying to start There wasn't, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of apocalypses. Mm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of parallels between Chip and MC as well. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, well, I mean, and Chip yeah. dead. Sorry, quotation marks, dead. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Well, his um, ninja spleen has been pierced. <laughs> which is a, a fatal wound. Not even a ninja can survive. Is it weird that we kind of end on that as well? There was no kind of like MC going back and having to explain mm. that Chip was dead. No, like, I don't know, funeral scene or something like that. Well, it is the most dramatic end note to end on, I think. And mm. there's sort of yeah, so much anticipation <laughs> for season three now. Are, are you glad the one is dead as well? You'd never have to do that voice again. <laughs> in a strange way, I'm going to miss it. In like, <laughs> sort of when you leave an abusive relationship. And <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sometimes they got me ice cream. In my head, the end shot would have been like, MC cradling dead chip. Yeah. And he looks up to the sky as the rain comes yes. down. And he's just looking up like, why? <laughs> well, mm. now that we've finished season two, yeah. uh, I kind of wanted to touch upon some things that um, I noticed were heavily plagiarised. Right. You know, not just the little things, but so, for instance, mm-hmm. um, season two of Tomorrow Gason is basically season two of Buffy. Right. <laughs> MC is Buffy, Chip is Angel. So, I mean, not that there was like a sex scene between us, uh, not in here anyway, um, but in the sense that, you know, a close bond relationship, one of them goes evil sure. and there's very much not like, oh no, what do I do now? Because sure, there's sure, the emotional sure. kind of aspect to it as well. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, it, it doesn't end in the same way. Hmm. Um, but then I think we have to look at season four of Angel as well. Okay. Uh, in that, there is the Beast, who is this seemingly indestructible kind of demon. Right. right. Which is a lot of parallels with the one. Uh, the Beast doesn't last as long. It's not doesn't turn out to be the main villain. Season four of Angel goes very wrong, in my opinion, and in the way that it ends. But that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I've kind of taken that aspect. Mm. Uh, there's some Matrix... Matrix-ish kind of things. Oh, wow. I was just thinking in terms of like the one uh, oh, as a yeah. moniker kind of thing. I guess. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like it, there's been other things other than those Matrix Maybe. and Tomorrow Gays that have used but, the one. I mean, we never really explain why it's called the one. Because it sounds cool. Exactly. Which I think I probably took from the Matrix. Cause right. like, oh, that's a cool term. I will use that. That. Um, and I think the other thing I kind of ripped off is we had this whole like uh, Ku Claw, who, the Ku Claw elders. Mm. So the Ku Claw elders that we there met we for go. the first that's time. How you say it. <laughs> that's how it's pronounced. We met them for the first time. Yeah. And in Angel, they had a like, especially early on, they had a whole thread of the powers that be. Oh yeah, thinking of getting psychic visions. Yeah, Doyle and then Cordelia. Yeah. Uh, and it was a very kind of vague, yeah. higher powers sort yeah, of like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. what are they? Are they gods? Are they angels? Are they mm. just overseeing the world? Mm. And I think the Kukul Elders have kind of become that. Yeah, very and, true. Um, I'm interested to see if we see them again, because if they're going to go for their revenge, or... Yeah, because one of them did die. Yes. Was it Mick or Terry? I think it was Mick. I think Mick died, and now Terry's like, oh, I'm going to get my fucking revenge. I'm going to fucking have you. I just wanted to do their voices one more time. <laughs> well, that was mm. season two, MC. Any hopes and dreams for season three, or uh, predictions? Uh, I'm trying to think of realistic ones, like... 
Oh no, don't. Just go yeah. for Just go all out. Uh, um, maybe it would be good if uh, there wasn't one recurring thing like Chip being evil or what was the other one? Jay being evil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, sure. I'll go for Jay being evil. Just as just some, some variety. It would be nice if it wasn't like one of the supposed good guys going evil. Because obviously yeah. Jack and Lee started off as ninjas of the yeah. and going yeah. bad. Now Chip's gone bad. There's only MC left, so let's hope he doesn't happen Can to we him. have a, like, a consistently good ninja <laughs> for once? Is MC pure enough to go the whole distance? <laughs> Without being sexist. <laughs> yeah, slightly less sexism. Oh god, I want that too so much. <laughs> <laughs> but more Foon come. No! No more Foon come. If Foon come turns up again, I am just going to push delete and delete the whole episode. <laughs> what about you? I mean, I know. <laughs> oh yeah. I, uh, oh yeah. I have vague. I think there was something. I think it was the whole Tifa thing kind of triggered my memory as to like things right. that happen in season three. Right, right, right. Um. I, yeah. There's there's really small bits and pieces that I remember. Um. But again, I think a lot of it is going to be fresh to me as well. So I'm I'm just looking forward to finding out what happens. Mm-hmm. Really. Also dreading it as mm-hmm. I always do with these because I never know what's going to come up because it was. 17 years ago mm. and we were different people MC and that's mm-hmm. my excuse and I'm sticking to it <laughs> um, the last thing I wanted to end on then um, talking about like ripping off ideas and mm. that sort of thing I think uh, the whole idea of Chip going evil mm. and the whole idea for forgiveness and mm. that sort of thing I think you know I was a very uh, kind of lonely and sad teenager I think mm. and uh, you know it's, it's something I've taken on in my adult life as well until I kind of dealt with those issues mm. and I think there was a real kind of not necessarily therapeutic aim to right. this but almost like almost like a little cry for help in mm. a way and because uh, I felt you know the whole toxic masculinity thing hadn't been really explored by this point mm. you know the which made jokes about this but it's also legit it yeah. is also true uh, and I think there was a, a real feel in me at that time that mm. I couldn't come forward and kind of talk about mm. the issues I was having and that sort of thing mm-hmm. and I think weirdly that has transpired into writing this huh. and uh, I think that's that's part of where evil chip comes from was my teenage angst and uh, sadness and loneliness like the time that you actually ran someone over and you had to beat them to death <laughs> thankfully like it's not none of that is based on a true story <laughs> apart from the hell beast that I raised <laughs> but everything else all fictional but um, I think it's kind of interesting to look back on it from mm. where where I am now in my life it'd be like huh I think that was a thing I mm. think it was a thing and I did lose my hand of course yes exactly <laughs> and you are wearing the exact same outfit that we described it's in true, this episode true. <laughs> well MC oh, it's man. time to say goodbye yeah um, so what are we going to do next do we we're going to take sure a little yet? break we're yeah. going to take a little break between season 3 because obviously this has been 30 episodes which yeah. is like what 7 months worth Christ, of podcasts yeah. or something uh, so we're going to take a little break between uh, season 2 and season 3 there will be some more special episodes yeah. in the meantime. We'll, 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 we'll put a deadline on those. They'll be released as and when. Yeah. Um, and maybe before we kick off with season three, we'll do our best bits or some of our favourite bits from season two mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, if anyone's got any fan fiction or slash fiction or whatever it is... Uh, yeah, please send it in. Please send it in. And the chances are we may read it out as a special podcast because we really enjoy doing those as we well. Do. And it'll be fun to do something a bit different before we get into season three of Tomorrow Gason. Um, on a personal note, I just want to say we've picked up a lot more listeners in season two. Uh, so thank you for sticking with us on this weird-ass journey <laughs> into my past. Uh, and thank you for continuing to listen. And hopefully you don't think I'm a terrible person too much. I do. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think we should just end MC. I think so. I think by so. finally saying... Mm. 
for once and for all, mm. completely confirmed, established mm-hmm. that Chip was evil. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in season three. Love you. Bye. <laughs> hey, MC. Hi, Chip. Did you know that there are multiple ways you can now support the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. Really? Why don't you tell me all about them? I shall, MC. First of all, you can go to our Facebook page, which is How I Ripped Off Podcast. I couldn't put Buffy in that because it wouldn't allow me for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Right. Yay! Also, MC, mm. we are on Twitter. <gasps> really? We are at How I Ripped Off, and I didn't have room to put Buffy in that, so that's <laughs> why it's just called that. Finally, do you know what else you can do, MC? Tell me more. You can come leave us a rating and review on iTunes because that really helps the podcast and means we get seen higher in the rankings. And finally, we'll become rich and famous <laughs> and be able to do a live-action version of the... No, we won't. No, no, that'll never happen. But yes, come and support us. Come and say hello. We would really love that. I do. <laughs>